The following presentation is brought to you by KMmedia.pro. Please visit KMmedia.pro for more information. Now stay right where you are as we present. Welcome to Positive Talk Radio, evolving ideas, one conversation at a time. Great guests, dynamic stories and interviews, plus new thoughts on a wide range of topics and concepts. I hope that you'll hang with me, Kevin McDonald, my friends, and of course, you, as together we work to understand why we are all here and what we can do to make our world a better place for all of us to be happy, be kind, and live in peace together. Yep, that's Positive Talk Radio. welcome you each person that happens to be listening today i want to thank all of you for for being here we've got a great guest for you today and we're going to have an awesome awesome discussion uh carrie betts is with me and she is a behind the power queen if you will and she's she works with allison roberts and she's she's pretty awesome and you know i want to start off by by asking you what do you ask the universe for right before the show began? Well, right before the show began, I called in all my angels, guides, masters, and my ancestors and invited them to be here with us all today and for them to guide Kevin and I to talk about what it is that you may possibly need to hear today. Very good. And I made this sarcastic comment. Well, great. We'll talk about the Seattle Seahawks. They need all the divine help they can get. But that's <laughs> setting that aside. Uh, and I thank you for that. And in your intuitive work, do you feel them around you today? Yes, I. Oh, whew. and as you as I'm getting ready to speak, I can feel somebody right over my left shoulder right away. Um and, you know, I feel them with me every day. And do I always trust them? Sometimes it's a little difficult, right? And I think we all go through that no matter how in tune we are with them and the universe. Um, but I have lots of evidence that the universe has always had my back. And Beth says... Hello, magical healer. And I don't think she's talking about me. Must be talking about you. And, uh, and, and John, who was on uh, um, uh, last week, and he and Christine were both here, and they, were, they did a great show. And I'm going to be putting it up today as a podcast. I know it's on, on YouTube, but I, I took the weekend off. Shame on me. But, and then Michelle, who's also been on the show, is looking forward to our discussion today. And so thank you, guys. You know, I keep saying this, but it bears repeating. It is. Well, actually, let me ask you this question. Carrie, is it is it as much fun as I think it is to be around a bunch of people that are so loving and caring? Yes, it is. It's pretty amazing. Um, and hello, everybody. I'm so happy you're all here tuning in. Um, and John, I can't wait to see you tomorrow when you get here. John is making his way down for a visit for the week. Um, and then I'm driving back up with him so that I can go visit my daughter and grandson in Maine. So looks like John and I have an annual trip now because we did this same trip last year. <laughs> now you can't possibly have a grandchild. I sure do. He turns one on Sunday. So, so you must, you, that's amazing. Cause you, you look terrific by the way. Thank you. It's because I'm a fairy. <laughs> now it says that you are a magical fairy of wonder describe exactly what that means to you um you know i've always had a deep connection to the fairies uh even as a child um i always you could say they were my imaginary friends that weren't so imaginary, by the way. They weren't so imaginary. 
Um, and I'm just, I do consider myself a magical fairy um, because I like to have fun in my healings. Um, I have a tendency to take a heavy situation and have my clients walk away feeling lighter. Um, and I'm always finding the light within the darkness. That's a gift, by the way. And it's, it can be hard to do. How do you do that? Lots of soul searching, my friend, and lots of um, conversations with the universe. And, um, you know, you have to do something with your pain. You have to find some way to get out of your own way. And that's how I was led to healing with flowers. I, I was always connect. I've always been connected to nature, but let's face it, you know, your twenties, you are, most of us are being rebels and we're not being in that spiritual realm. Right. So you step away from it for a little while. Um, and I was led back to it when I lost my stepdad to suicide um, in 2013. And that put me in a really, really dark place, as you could imagine. Um, mm -hmm. And so what I did to work through that grief, because I didn't, I didn't know what to do with all of the pain, is I started to dig in the dirt and I started planning planting flowers. And, you know, the first year of building those flower beds, there was a lot of listening to music and screaming and crying and just pouring my energy into the earth for her to heal me. And as time went on, I was able to not listen. I didn't have to have my music in. I could be out there and be just be with nature. And by the way, Carrie and is the light of the I could start the to hear my flowers talk. Oh, you thank you, Christine. Um, yeah, so I know it sounds kind of crazy that I could hear my flowers talking. You, you, Carrie, you have to understand with the type of show I do, that's just kind of normal. <laughs> well, I think I, I'm feeling that on this show. I feel very comfortable saying that. Um, and, you know, if somebody wants to judge me for it, that's fine. Um, nah, no judgment. No, no, no need for anybody to judge you. You are a beautiful soul. Thank and, you. Uh, and people that, that, uh, I've come to a place in my young life that that people that are um, less than or vibrate at a lesser level and stuff, I just bless them and let them go on. They don't they don't need to infect my energy. Same here. I've I've learned that definitely. Um, so, you know, you just have to start paying attention when when you're out in nature and paying attention to, hey, Gretchen, um, paying attention to what are you feeling when you're out there? What are your thoughts? What are you feeling when you're outside? And what are you drawn to? What tree is calling to you? What flower is calling to you that you are drawn to? Because it's their energy that is picking up on your thoughts and they are wanting to help you heal. I'll never forget the day that I was, I was really upset that somebody said something about my hair because that has been a trigger that I have been working through over the past two years with Allison. And I went out to my flowers one day and I started to deadhead 
um, one of my, uh, it was a crane's bill and it belongs to the geranium family. And all of a sudden, as I was out there, I heard, you're so beautiful. Don't let those words affect you. And I looked up the essence of that flower and their essence helps you instill self-worth in yourself. Cool. And I'll just never forget that moment. Um, it was so powerful. And the more that I paid attention like that, the more I could start hearing them. Well, we want you to help other people with this. Don't just keep this all to yourself. So that's awesome. That's what I do. And you know, fairies are the angels of nature, right? We oversee the animals and the plants. We're here to protect Mother Nature. So that is another reason why I have been told that I am a fairy and that I believe that I am a fairy. Well, you are interested in helping mankind and helping uh, our our plant kingdom and using utilizing the essence of them to to help us and uh a lot of people don't understand or don't know what flower essences are or what they do could you speak about that just a little bit i could um flower essences is capturing the energy of the plant and it's known as vibrational energy healing so the energy of the flower is captured in water, right? Because water holds memory. So the whole process of it is putting flowers in the water and letting them sit out in the sun for about three to four hours. Or for me, it's whenever my intuition says they're ready. Um, and you, it only takes a tiny bit to create a shift. And the shift is so subtle that, you know, you'll be taking your flower essences for about three or four days. And all of a sudden, you'll notice a little difference in your energy. And you kind of have to stop and ask yourself, like, what have I been doing differently? And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, yeah, I've been taking those flower essences it's just so gentle. Um, and that's another reason why I love to incorporate them in my work. You know, I've uh, worked with people that have used flower essences, and one of them is the animal communicator, and she uses it to heal, uh, uses them in, and sometimes in a combination of two or three and, and that sort of thing to help the uh, animal friends that she has or her clients animals and stuff. So that's, that's a, it's really is a, a remarkable natural thing that is energy based by the way, K uh, Karen says, hi, Jerry says, hi. And, and then there's Karen again, and they do raise your frequency. That's, that's, that's right. So it's, it's really, they're not in they're not out there enough and but you can buy them almost everywhere can't you you can find them um a lot of the metaphysical stores carry them you can order them online um and you know you can make your own if you want to there's plenty of um videos on youtube on how to do it and I encourage anybody that's going to try to make their own, go with your intuition. Your intuition is not going to fail you on guiding you to make them yourself. And can, can we talk about intuition just a little bit? We sure can. There is, um, it's, you know, it's really interesting to me because I guess uh, labels and titles mean something to certain people. And if you want to talk about any, whether you're intuitive, whether you're psychic, um, see, for me, 
I consider them one and the same. Um, and or a medium or any of the other arts, I consider you know them all just energy. Um, is that how you view it, or do you view it as different things? Uh, I, for myself, I I view it like you view it. It's all energy, and it's just learning how to tap into that energy and trusting it. Right. And um, I'm not big on labels either, Kevin. It's it's not my thing. Um, can I do mediumship? Yes, I can. Um, but I don't consider myself a medium. I don't consider myself a psychic. Um, I solely use my intuition. Um, and if I was to give myself a title, it would be healer. Now, when you say you solely use your intuition, are they not the same thing? Just applied a little bit different, differently? It's like driving a, a, a Honda versus a... A, a Mack truck, right? Yeah. A Honda yeah. versus a Mack truck, right? Um, people, when people contact me, it's not necessarily to hear from people on the other side. Like... Like they do, like they contact Christine solely to hear from people on the other side. When people contact me, it's more to get insight about what's going on with them. And if somebody on the other side happens to come through, I'm more than happy to give the message if I'm receiving it. So, does that so, make sense? Yeah, it, it it does. But let me dig deeper here a little bit. Okay. And is that <laughs> is it is it due to your intention? Your intention is to use your gifts to heal, where someone else may find that their gifts, their intention is to use the healing abilities through talking to their dead relatives and stuff. And so is it a matter of just I, I, so to me, it's kind of like it's just a matter of your in, t intuition and your intention of what you feel like you were put here to do. I agree with you 110% because I feel that everything is intention, right? When I make, um, you know, like when I make my pyramids, for instance, right? My resin pyramids. Right. Um. It's all intention on healing that person who is going to receive it. Right. When, and when I make them, I don't always know the healing properties of the things that are going in the pyramid. I intuitively pick what I am drawn to based on what I'm feeling from that person's energy. And I'm always, yes, I am always shocked still, even though I've been making these for almost, you know, two years now, I'm always shocked when I look up the properties of everything and it's exactly what that person needs. And I love it when they contact me after, when they, when they receive it and they send me a picture and they're just smiling from ear to ear. And they're always like, this is so perfect. It's exactly what I needed. So let's talk about the story of that. Uh, the, somebody that you and I both know came to you and mentioned something about that. Tell that story. Yeah, so I was, um, it was late one night and I was laying in bed and uh, Allison Roberts um, sent me a text message of a pyramid. She sent me a picture of um, an organite and said, do you make these? And I was like, I don't, but I surely will now. <laughs> and... Um, that is what led me to start making them. And mine are not 
necessarily organite. Um, mine are truly based on bringing nature into your home to provide continuous healing for you. Can you, you've, you've got a couple there. Can you show one? I do. Um, I have this one here. This one here really um, helps. This one will really help somebody to embrace their unique gifts, to help heal their trauma, keep them grounded, to release their trauma, and to help them move forward in their life. So when you have that, where do you, where do they put it? How do they apply it? Some people sleep with them next to their bed. Some people put them on their altars. Um, and some people even meditate with them. Um, and I've even, it's funny, Christine, in fact, um, I had one on my altar one day when I was working on her and I was really drawn to pick it up and use it during the healing session that I was doing on her. Um, it is now in her possession. <laughs> she wouldn't give it back. <laughs> she had me ship it to her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. And, you know, she needed it. And just like I did a healing session the other day on somebody. And during it, I actually saw one of the pyramids that I had made um, that I hadn't even put for sale yet. And I just, it came into my vortex while I was healing. And I knew that that person needed it. And so, of course, I mailed it to them. So do you have to have a session with somebody before you can create a pyramid for them or can you do it remotely or can you do it before you've even met them? Um, I do not need to have a session with somebody. Um, some people have given me a word to base building their pyramid on. Um, some people just say, whatever your intuition tells you. And I give you permission to tap into my energy so that you can feel that. Um, so I can tap into, as long as you're giving me permission, if I think about you, I'm feeling you. I am feeling into your energy. It's just the way it works with me. How does that feel for you? Honestly, it feels pretty good um, because a lot of times, uh, I mean, sometimes, yes, it can be like, oh, this person's experiencing a lot of anxiety, but I've also learned not to take on people's stuff and carry it with me throughout the day. So yep. I know how to um, clear and protect myself. Um, but I know that I'm providing healing for them. So it fills my heart. And just like when a lot of times, um, let's say I'm on my walk in the morning, Wiley and I are on our walk and all of a sudden I think of somebody. Let's just say I like this happens a lot with Beth for instance, and I know she's on here right now. Um, I'll be, Hi, I'll be walking along and I may hear a song or I just, she pops into my vortex. I know I need to reach out to that person that day. And just well, even, cool. even if it's like, Hey, how you doing? Here's this song that I heard. And it's always at a time that that person needs somebody reaching out to them. Um, and the song, like the song game that Beth and I play, she sends them to me too, because, you know, either her dog tells her that 
I need to hear it. Or she just feels that it's a song for me that I can relate to. Um, and it's, it's so magical, right? It's just magical. There's nothing else I can say about that. <laughs> I got to ask you a question because I, I get messages through music. First of all, by the way, Michelle says that Carrie has been a tremendous support for me on several occasions. And so that's, you know, by the way, Carrie, that's one of the higher compliments that you can actually receive from someone. Yeah. It means a lot coming from Michelle too. Um, thank you so much. And Carrie's pyramids bring healing and comfort. She made one for me that represents my father. It brings me comfort each time I look at it. That's that. Now that my friend is a gift. Yeah. I'm getting all emotional. <laughs> It's a gift that keeps on giving um, because every time she looks at it, um, it gives her comfort. I love Which that so yeah. much. It means so much to me to be able to do that for people. How do you feel about the fact that you can have an impact on so many people's lives? There's a bunch of people watching the show and they're doing it because they care for you and because you have meant something to them in their lives. That's got to feel very, very positive. Yes, it does. It's, it's, um, it feels great and it brings me joy, which is actually one of those feelings that I've had to work really hard on being able to accept feeling joy. Um, and so sometimes it feels a little overwhelming to feel so much love. Um, but it's so amazing at the same time to be able to have such an impact. You know, it's, it's funny that we, we all, not all of us, but most of us take a moment in time when somebody is, is greeting us and, and making us feel like that we're really special. And then we turn around and poo-poo it and say, oh, no, you say that to everybody. And and I'm not really, oh, gee whiz and all that. Um, why don't we accept a compliment and just receive it? Uh, for me, uh, it was something I really had to work through. Um, for me, it came down to n no self-worth no self-love. Um, I mean, I literally used to wake up every morning saying I am a piece of shit. <laughs> like that is how I used to wake up every morning. And that is one of the things that I've been able to work through working with Allison she has given me the tools to be able to rewire my brain. And I know where mine stems from. Mine stems way back from childhood. You know, I grew up in an alcoholic home and I always felt like it was my fault that my dad drank. And so that made me feel, oh, can you relate, Kevin? I just saw your face go. <laughs> well, no, I was just thinking to myself, I was like, oh, come on. He was drinking long before you were born. He totally uh, was. But, you know, we make up those stories in our head when we're children. We, yes, we do. Yes, we do. And see, it was no more your fault than if you uh, would have punched him and f he flew to the moon. It just, you know. To the moon with the Alice. Uh, that's <laughs> one. Uh, but so you, so that was an insidious thing that your brain and, and you did to yourself because none of it was true. None of it was true. None of it. So, you know, we just have to learn to, we need to learn to accept all parts of ourselves, the good, the bad, the ugly, Right. Because we all have we may be made of light, but we all have darkness inside of us. That's 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 true to an extent. But uh, um, 
they're they're in Allison the work that she does as she gets down deep to to help you explain to yourself why everything that is negative that you've been talking about yourself is wrong and it's not only wrong it is destructive to you yes and it's all the shame and guilt that causes us to stay in that cycle of i'm not good enough i am a piece of crap you know that that brings in all these negative thoughts and i remember when i first started working with allison and she's like you're you are smothered in shame girl and i was like no i'm not i don't have any shame what are you talking about <laughs> oh and, you shouldn't have said that because then she she goes down deep yeah and it was about two weeks later and i was driving in my car and the shame bus came flooding in right <laughs> ran me right over almost off the road in fact right and i was like oh this is what she's talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes indeed and you know, it's the older I get, this is this is one thing that I really would like your help and I'll get your help. And then I'm going to ask Allison the same question. And that is we look at our moms and dads and our uncles and people in authority and people that have been around and stuff. And we tend to put them on a pedestal and we put them higher than they deserve to be and higher than us. When the, in reality, they're no better than us. And a lot of times we hold things to be true about our parents and stuff that were blatantly false, you know, and that you are as smart as they are. If, when you, if you had, if your dad said, you're stupid, um, well, you know, you ended up being smarter than him. Uh, and, and, you know, so why do you think it is that we put people on pedestals who have no business being there? Boy, that's a good question, Kevin. Um, you know, what I'm hearing is that it's just the way that society has taught us that that's the way it's supposed to be. You yeah. respect your elders. You don't question them. Um, you do what they expect of you. <laughs> oh boy, some of us failed at that. I'm sure. Well, did. I, I sure did too. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> you know, and, and I got stories and uh, stuff that, but you know, at the, at the same time, I the older I get, the more I have to laugh at at us and how silly that we can be. Because we all, you know, every one of these people that is on this call or on this uh, show right now, John, Beth, Michelle, Christine, you, yourself, you guys are extraordinary human beings. Um, and it's not that you're any different than anybody else. You just choose to let your ex extraordinariness, is that even a word? Uh, you it just it, it, let it out. You, you, you know, you don't keep it under a bushel anymore. And, uh, and you help each other when you have those moments. It's, it really is a cool thing that you guys got going on. I got to tell you. It really is. And, and let me tell you, it's so freeing when you can just embrace your gifts and stop hiding them away. Right? Yep. For so many years, that's what I did because, you know, let's face it. A lot of people in this world are like, well, you're crazy, you know, and now it's like I walk into the vet's office with my dog and I'm like, listen, this is what I'm feeling. This is what my other colleague is feeling. This is what I want you to look at. Like, and I don't care if they look at me like I have three heads um, because I have learned you need to go with your intuition on everything. And when you find it, you don't feel good. <laughs> Say that again, because that's an important statement you just said. About trusting your intuition, no matter yes. what. And yes. how when you don't trust your intuition, it's going to show up in your body. You're not going to feel good. 
Um, you know, for me, when I'm resisting my intuition, that's when I find myself the most miserable. Um, I'm crying a lot. Um, I feel shaky inside a lot. And so over the years, I've learned that that's what it is, that I'm not listening to my intuition. I'm not listening to my guides. And now I listen. Do you ever, now, I, I have conversations. I have conversations with my guides because I, th I think they're pretty down to earth and they're pretty funny. And when they do something great for me, I always say thank you. Um, and, and they appreciate that. I think, um, do you, do you have, when you have communications with your guides, do you have conversations with them? Oh, uh, sometimes I do. Uh, well, yeah, I do all the, who am I kidding? Yes. <laughs> I have conversations with them. Right. Atta girl, atta girl. I, I have a tendency to be able to have conversations with just about anybody. So, um, yes. And sometimes I may not think it's my guides, right? I may just think that I'm having a conversation with myself. Yes. But they're listening. Do you think that, that your guides, and let me, let me, See if I can word this correctly. When your guides are talking to you and your angels are talking to you and you've got your, your, um, yourself that is also there as well, is your higher self um, conferring with your guides and the other angels to come up with how to get the part that's in you? Um, because I believe that we don't all carry all of our energy with us into this life that we are also on the other side and our higher self is on the other side. So are they conferring to try and figure out? So your higher self is saying, I don't know what the deal. I can't get it through her head that this is what we should be doing. Is it, so is that a collaborative effort between everybody? I wholehearted believe that they all work together. And whenever I'm not listening, I mean, they get pretty bossy with me uh, and <laughs> You can imagine that I can be pretty bossy myself, right? So it only makes sense. Um, and usually it shows up in my elbows when I'm not listening and they're nudging me. That's where I'll feel it in my body. Gotcha. And and then, then do you uh, listen more intently? I do. Um, and sometimes, you know, they'll even, uh, you know, even, even our animals, right. Our animals are great guides too, for what's going on with us. Yep. Um, so instead of going down the rabbit hole, when I think something's wrong with my dog, I try to pay attention to what it is that's going on with him and how it's a reflection of what's going on with me. You know, and I, and I think I've told this story before, and I'm not sure if you and I discussed it, but I had a, um, a beautiful dog, a Australian Shepherd Labrador mix. And um, I had a, a friend who's a psychic medium and also communicates with animals and can feel the energy. And my dog wasn't feeling well and it was worrying me. He wasn't eating and, um, and, so I was talking to her on the phone, and I just said, uh, um, can you feel into Crockett and to see what's going on with him? And uh, she did. And she said, oh, Kevin, I'm sorry. He's got a tumor in his stomach. And so I took him to the vet. Indeed, he did. So I truly know that, that you and others and everybody in your, it seems like everybody in your group is a good animal communicator and uh, which is a paramount of being, you know, communication with everything because they are very true and honest and forthright. Uh, they, there's no ego and they don't lie that, and all of those things. So it's, it, it's a great, if you can become a great animal communicator, you can do, you can be a communicator for everybody. Yeah, 
that is, I believe that, you know, and I mean, I'm not always the best when it comes to my own animal, right? Like I'm, I'll freak out. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Right. Um, there, we just went through an episode a little while ago and it's funny. He had an ear infection and an eye infection and somebody in our group asked him, what is it that you don't want to hear and you don't want to see? Ooh. And what he said. It, he said that he didn't like that there was a certain person around that wasn't listening to to me. And he was feeling like that person was taking advantage and not caring about my feelings. Um, and then I just kind of dove deeper and I'm like, well, what do I not want to hear? What do I not want to see right now? Right. It's, that's pretty cool. That, that's, that's really cool. So, so now at the beginning of the show, yes, we, the, we asked the guides or you asked the guides before you came on um, for them to kind of guide us in this conversation. Do you feel like they've been doing that so far? I do feel like they've been doing that. Do we I, get a thumbs up or a, yeah, I don't know. I think they feel pretty good about the conversation and how it's been going. Well, that's good because I, I firmly, you know, you know, we were talking earlier about, you know, your perception of how other people view you. I gave that up a while ago because uh, for a long time, because my, my mother's a fundamentalist Christian. So talking to mediums is like of the devil and meditation is like of the devil. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to do any of that kind of stuff. And so I kind of tippy toed into it. Now I'm all full blown. It's like it's just energy, kids. Um, matter of fact, I'm going to have a scientist on. He's going to say, it's just energy, kids. I love it. It is just energy. That's all it is. And and we all have it. It's universal. Energy never dies. It com and it completes us. And uh, we haven't gotten to the point where we can measure it yet. But I believe in my lifetime we'll get to that point. I hope. I believe it. They're doing a lot. I mean, look at all the stuff they've been doing this year, you know, with the um, CERN machine, the hydro yeah. collider, right? They're doing all kinds of testing about the timelines and um, how energy moves. So I, too, believe it. I believe we'll probably see it within the next five to ten years, right? I don't think it's going to be much longer. I, I hope so, because I would love to be able to sit in front of a group of people and say, listen, everybody, it's just energy. And there are some people that can can pick up on certain vibrational energy at certain levels, and that's how they do the readings. Um, it's, it's not a matter of... Um, I got the biggest kick out of somebody. They said, well, do they talk to you? It's like, well, no, they don't have any vocal cords. So they, they don't talk to us, but they communicate with us telepathically and through energy and with pictures and with, and with, and all of that. And you know that to be true. Yes. I, I do know that to be true. Um, you know, it's how animals communicate with us, pictures, words, and feelings. It's all telepathic. And it's the same thing with humans, Right. If you can pick up on the energy, you're going to, you may even read somebody's thoughts. You may be sitting next to somebody and you may actually hear their thought. You mm -hmm. know, the, the animals taught me that. And then I started paying attention to the humans, right? And yeah, there's a lot of times I'm picking up on other people's thoughts when they're sitting next to me, right? Um, so... Also, you are an author. You've got a, a, a book out. you got the second book coming out, Behind the Power. Yes. And you're going to be a speaker at that Behind the Power in October. What are you going to talk about there? Uh, this year, I am speaking on finding home within yourself. 
So the definition of home is a safe haven, um, a place to be your true authentic self and a comfort zone, right? Yep. You know, so. it's, it's, it's so interesting that we are not, oftentimes we don't, and I don't know if it's we don't value ourselves, but we certainly don't appreciate who we are, that we can be authentic and real all the time. So we hide ourselves. We do hide ourselves. I'm really, really good at it. <laughs> You're a semi-professional at it. I really am. Like Allison will tell you, you know, I've got to kick her butt. So she stops hiding. Um, <laughs> but, and you know, hiding kept me safe when I was a kid. So it's comfortable. It's a learned behavior that, that can exist for an entire lifetime. Yes. And we and have to relearn how to step out of that, step out of that comfort zone. <laughs> exactly. Now, uh, Behind the Power is an event that Allison Roberts and company is putting together. And uh, that's going to be October 19th, 20th, and 21st in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, there are two ways you can do it. You can buy tickets to go to Atlanta, or you can do it virtually. I highly encourage you to go to um, allisonroberts.com and get all the information that will benefit you, that you can go to this event that's going to be really remarkable with so many people that that care for each other and understand uh, the human condition and are willing to work with each other. Cause that's, a, that's a really part of what you guys do, isn't it? It is, you know, um, we've all, all 13 of us that are, that will be speaking at the event. We've all overcome some, pretty significant traumas in our lives. And we just want to be able to empower and inspire others to join us on the journey and to heal themselves and to know that they're not alone. Um, and that's right, Jerry, it is a judgment-free zone. There isn't one person that is going to judge you Um with what you're going through. We just want to help you. Well, you know, we're all going through something. And uh, as we go wander through life, it can be, can be difficult for, for some, some, some handle it better than others, but it can be, it can be dark and can be really difficult. So when you went through your dark period, uh, what got you out of it? you remember which dark period <laughs> okay uh so that okay so you, there was a period in time when occasionally you would go into dark periods do you remember what it was that that, uh, that pulled you out of it each, uh, each time? you know i really feel like each time it was just a matter of waking up and saying, I don't, I don't want to feel this way anymore. I don't want to live this way anymore. What do I need to do to get out of it? Um, and there's, there's been many different things, you know, like with my stepdad, it was the flowers that helped me overcome that. Um, Overcoming my drug addiction was more about my kid meeting her mom. Um, and also, I fell chronically ill from it. So uh, there was that. And when I was in a really dark place with my chronic illness, um, that was also the time that I had lost my stepdad. And I remember saying to myself, listen, he didn't like seeing you sick like this. It broke his heart. 
And now he's on the other side, Carrie, and he can help you more than he ever could when he was here on this planet. And you need to take charge and heal yourself. And that is exactly what I did. And how long now have you been drug-free, as it were? Oh. You know, when you can't, when you have to add it up and you can't even remember how long it's been, it's, it's been, been a while. while. It has been a while. It's been at least 10 years, at least. Good for you. Good for you. Um, congratulations, because that's, that's, that's a really big deal, with, especially with, I can't, I, I even hesitate to say the number, with 45,000 people dying a year of overdoses in this country. It's, it absolutely is a crime. It is. It's, um, it's sad and I didn't want to end up there, you know? Matter of fact, uh, a good friend of the show, her name is Kayla. Um, her best friend, a beautiful girl at uh, 28 years old, uh, put a needle in her arm and is now gone. Um, it's, it's, it is so sad and we as a country need to do more and that, and that's also why it's important for people to go to places like, uh, behind the power and to get some courage to help each other. Cause to understand that we're, we are all one and that we are all work in the, we're all in this mess together and we need to help each other out. We are. And, um, you know, if, if that's what I spoke on last year. Um, was overcoming my drug addiction and my chronic illness. Um, so if anybody out there is going through this, you can go over on my YouTube channel, Pause and Pedals, and watch my speech from last year. Um, I know it was really impactful for people to listen. And you're not alone. And you can overcome this. You just need to the decision that you want to live because the alternative is hmm, if you haven't done everything see see i'm conflicted about that because the alternative is death but there is no death but no. There, there but the way i view it is you don't i'll give you an example my brother-in-law was 42 years old when he committed suicide and he's my he was my age and i was thinking to i I think about him every now and then and I go, can think about all the experiences that you have missed between 42 and now both good and bad. Um, and he was in a dark place at the time, but he didn't, he wasn't able to say like you have to be able to say, you know, I was in a dark place. My, I had just lost my wife who had died of uh, congestive heart failure. I owed uh, the hospital a million dollars cause she was in the ICU for four and a half months. And the girlfriend that I had after my wife passed away, stole money from me and left. And I was about ready to lose my job. And my dad was mad at me and he didn't have the, he didn't have the good fortune to be able to say I had all that, excuse the expression, all that shit going on. And I was then able to get through it. And now look at me today and look at how I'm flying. Just like how you're flying. Um, that's the two in, in my mind. That's just just a damn shame that he wasn't able to get through that and and to be able to stand there on the other side and say, "I'm worth something, and I did it." Dang it, I did it. Yeah, so you should be very proud of who you are. Thank you, and I am pretty proud of who I am. I've definitely uh, come a long way, and um, excuse the expression, but I didn't go through all that shit to not help people overcome what they are going through. You know, I'm sorry, but sometimes there is no other word to use. And that is the truth. <laughs> so, so it's, it's good that, uh, you know, that we're not judged by, by the uh, language we use on this show. So that's we're we're good. Um, I know. First of all, I want to thank everybody for joining us today. Um, you guys have been supportive as anything with for uh, for uh, um, Carrie and and for this show. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart, all of you. Um, 
most of you have been on the show. You guys are incredible human beings. And I, and, uh, I want to set, set myself aside for a couple of moments, Carrie, to let you tell our audience, those that are listening now and those that are going to be listening forever, anything that you would like them to know. First off, um, I just want to thank you all for your love and support for being here. Uh, I appreciate it more than you'll ever know. Um, and you know, who I'm getting so emotional. So somebody out there definitely needs to hear this today. Um, you are so magical. You have so much light inside of you. And it's time for you to start to fly now. This world needs you more than you could ever imagine. And no matter what you think that you have done that is so wrong in life, your mistakes don't define you. They have only made you into the person that you are today. And that person is a person who can help others with their light. So be magical. Embrace your uniqueness. We don't want everybody to be the same in this world. That would be so, so boring. And if you're feeling that fear to step out of your comfort zone, that's the time to jump because that's when the great things come. And um, I really hope that I'll see some of you at the event in October. I would love to talk to you more there. I'd love to meet you in person. Um, and I'll be having my own little breakout sessions there as well, where you can talk to me more about healing with nature or connecting with your intuition, whatever it is that you'd like to talk to me about. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, look at you. You're, you've become a professional radio host. Congratulations. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's in my blood. <laughs> Yes. And, and indeed, when you're feeling like you were just a moment ago, there is indeed somebody that you will touch with that message and you may never meet them. It, it may be in a year from now that they watch this episode or listen to this episode. And so you won't ever, you might not ever meet them, which is okay. That is okay. Because it, it's not our place to decide. We'll, we're judging. We're in a judgment-free zone, so they can, they can you take that information and do exactly what they choose to do with it. Exactly. And and it's perfect either way. But I implore you that if you want to live your best life, if you want to impact the most people, uh, live your life to its fullest every day. Um, I have a saying that uh, your life life is empty and meaningless. Like when you, you would wake up in the olden days and, and we're having in a dark place and you would wake up and go, Oh, my life is empty and it's meaningless. And now that I'm, I'm not in a dark place. So my life is now empty until I choose to fill it up with whatever I'm going to fill it up with. And, uh, it's meaningless until I assign meaning to it. No one else. It's mine. That's right. And so I, and I want to thank you so much for being here. It has been my honor and my privilege to interview you again. So um, thank you so much. And by the way, go to alisonrobert.com. Go to uh, Behind the Power. You can learn all about Carrie and the other 12 people that were that she is uh, um, um, going to be sharing the stage with. And I got to tell you, it's going to be in a beautiful hotel. You need to go there and stay the night there because I think the best most impactful things are going to happen between five o'clock at night and 11 o'clock at night after the conference, when everybody's sitting around having a cup of coffee or whatever they're choosing to have. <laughs> uh, so please do that. It, it, it will do your soul 
good. So anything else you'd like to add before we go, my dear? No, just thank you so much for having me back, Kevin. Um, it's truly an honor for me to be here as well. I tell you, you guys, all of you and all of you that are listening, uh, you have a uh, card blanc, uh, an open invitation to come back on my show anytime you wish to. And if you've got an event coming up, if you've got, I don't know, if you're, uh, I, whatever it is, just, or just a chat, I, I, you guys are really, you're really cool people, and I really appreciate you. So, uh, again, thank you so much. And um, we'll have you carry your, and, and also, obviously, you are included in that group. So whenever you want to come back. I'm here. I ain't going anywhere. They won't let me. Although, never mind. I was going to say I'll be out of prison in five years, but I wasn't going to say, I'm not going to say that. So. <laughs> so thank you everybody for listening and Carrie, if you'll stay right there and I'll be right back. Hey, thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of PositiveTalkRadio.net. Please visit our website, oddly named PositiveTalkRadio.net, for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, remember... Be kind to one another because each other's